Welcome, my loves, to your weekly forecast for January 15th to the 21st, 2023. So this week brings change and forward momentum. Finally. So last week, Mars turned direct. And this week, Mercury turns direct. And we also wrap up Capricorn season and move into Aquarius season. And we welcome our first new moon of the year in Aquarius. So this week is all about new beginnings and fresh energy. And we can actually really start to feel like it's a new year. So on Wednesday, January 18th, that is when Mercury turns direct in Capricorn. So Mercury first turned retrograde back on December 29th, 2022. So we've had just about a two and a half week retrograde cycle, which isn't a long one. But of course, Mars has been retrograde too, which has given us double the resistance. So Mercury retrograde in Capricorn has been about revising our goals. Capricorn rules goals and ambitions, plans and systems, and it also rules sustainability and longevity. So this Mercury retrograde period gave us a chance to really think about what we are choosing for 2023 and more specifically, how we are thinking about what we're choosing for 2023. So how we're thinking about our goals and our overall direction at this point. This Mercury retrograde gave us a chance to really consider if we actually truly want in our heart and gut what it is we say we want, or if we're forcing something for some reason. It may have also tested the integrity of our to-do list. Very likely certain goals or plans just fell off our radar and got shoved aside by other priorities, or maybe the process of setting intentions entirely fell off your radar over the holiday season. But since the holidays, it's been one step forward, two or three steps back. And this might have been an overwhelming time for a lot of us, or a frenzied time, or just a really busy time. It might have felt like just no matter how many tasks you managed to knock off your list in a day, it was never enough. And that might have coincided with getting really down on ourselves. Capricorn can be a hard ass. And this new year, like the new year time, is generally fertile ground for disparaging self-talk. So notice how your self-talk has been since the holidays. All of that can change today. And we can learn a lot by reflecting on this Mercury retrograde period. So I invite you to consider, since... December 29th, where did you find that you were forcing things or putting a lot of pressure on yourself? Where were you rushing? What did your rest look like? What did your reflection and quiet moments look like since the 29th? And have you actually given yourself a chance to just stop and rest? Mercury retrograde in general is ultimately about tuning out the noise so that we can connect with our truth. So if you haven't had a chance to do that yet, do it this week so you can work with the new moon, the first new moon of the year, and set some intentions. So Mercury will be in its post-retrograde shadow period until February 8th, but starting today, we're moving forward. Also on the 18th, the sun meets up with Pluto. And so as Mercury turns direct, we have this conjunction between the sun and Pluto, and we become even more attentive to what is happening around us or what might have been happening behind the scenes. This could be a day where things really start to make sense all of a sudden. So new information could be revealed, 
or we could realize something that wasn't quite clear before. But this Wednesday in the middle of this week is a day for clarity for sure. On the 20th, the sun moves into Aquarius until February 18th. So we're leaving behind structured Capricorn season and moving into a season now that's all about innovation and progress and freedom and connection and individuality. So Aquarius season gives us a chance to take a break from rules and routines and getting back to work and just live by our own rules for a moment. Aquarius is an individual and so during this season we can feel a little bit more able to be free within ourselves like that can be just a little bit more generally supported during this time. This is an excellent season to not only celebrate who you are as an individual and be that totally and completely but celebrate other individuals in your life who help you to feel more like you. Aquarius rules independence, but it also rules friendships and community and society because Aquarius knows that being, you know, surrounded by empowered individuals inspires and empowers us to be that way and that a strong society is made up of strong individuals ultimately, not the other way around. On the 21st, we welcome our first new moon of the year. It's exact at 2.06 a.m. ET at one degree of Aquarius. So this new moon, just right after Mercury and Mars both turn direct, brings a true new beginning. The moon represents our body and our feelings. And this first new moon of the year can actually bring this feeling of like, okay, I'm ready now. I feel ready now to move forward into my new chapter. It arrives at one degree of Aquarius, which really heightens this energy of potential and a sense of hope for the progressive changes that we're ready to make in our lives. Venus and Saturn are also in Aquarius along with the sun and moon, and Saturn is in the very last decan at 24 degrees of Aquarius at the time of this new moon. So this is the last new moon that we'll have with Saturn in Aquarius because Saturn's moving into Pisces March 7th. So this new moon can help us to really forgive the last three years and really recognize ourselves for all of the work we've put in in our Aquarius house during this Saturn transit, which started March 2020. So our Aquarius house has been through a lot since then, since Saturn first entered this sign. And this new moon is a chance to arrive back at maybe our purest intentions for this house and just remember what this house is all about for us, what, what we really want for this area of our life. Now let's pull some cards for this week ahead, this week of change, fresh starts, new beginnings. Let's see what needs to come up for the week of January 15th to the 21st, 2023. Ten of Swords, Four of Cups, and the High Priestess. So, with this week of fresh starts and new beginnings, we are letting go. We are letting something go. And it's going to feel like a release. It's going to feel like an exhale. I think that the start to the new year has been pretty heavy for a lot of us. And it may have been a time 
where we weren't being very nice to ourselves in the way that we were talking to ourselves. The Ten of Swords shows that there is a certain thought pattern, a certain state of mind, a certain mental landscape that we are ready to step out of now. We're ready to just truly clear the slate, clear our mind and our thought and actually tap into our truth, a deeper truth. We're ready to clear the noise of the new year now. It's the middle of January and we're off of that whole frenzied time of the holidays and the new year and we can really start to actually get a sense of grounding inside of ourselves and our true intentions. The High Priestess shows that this new moon and the whole waning period of this, this lunar cycle could just be a time to really love ourselves and connect with ourselves and our vision that we have for this year ahead apart from detached from like external noise you know what have you been actually just like stewing about over the holidays like what has been on your mind weighing you down feeling heavy feeling like too much to bear this week that ends you are so much wiser than that and you may be like just spinning your wheels and spending mental energy in a way that just like honestly does not do your wisdom justice how are your thoughts operating on autopilot where like you were actually making moves in the outer world trying to change things for yourself but your thoughts are still moving in the same way we get to turn things around by becoming aware of that becoming aware of what it really means to be on our own side fully and wholly in ourselves. with the high priestess like i'm really getting this energy of just self-acceptance and the freedom that comes with that this new moon at one degree of aquarius is so much about feeling free inside of ourselves so much about knowing that we are all we need you know we're not looking outside of us anymore with the four of cups we're ready to stop looking outside of us and turn inward to the wealth of resources solutions opportunities options inside of us the high priestess says stop fucking doing <laughs> stop doing for a minute the ten of swords says stop thinking stop doing for a minute and the four of cups says stop too stop trying to make this moment something that it's not to make something something that it's not like i think a lot of us have learned a lot since both these planets have been retrograde mars since halloween mercury since december 29th and since december 29th would have been the most potent potent time of learning you know and I think this week we can have um, just some wisdom come through around really the lessons of that time. This is what this time was about for me. This is what this Mars, Mars retrograde was about for me in my Gemini house. This was what this Mercury retrograde period for, was about for me with my Mercury, my Capricorn house. You know, maybe we were waiting on something, you know, something that wasn't happening 
And whether or not it's going to happen or not, I think we can clear a lot of the noise around that this week and detach from any meaning. It doesn't really mean anything. With the Ten of Swords, it's, it, we really are putting to rest like this whole sense of self, you know? This is a very all-encompassing energy to be in with the Ten of Swords. It's like you are putting this whole thing to rest, this whole thought form, this whole possibility, this whole like vision, this whole idea, this whole like identity in a lot of ways, this whole way of conceiving of your identity. And now to move forward, you have to embrace a whole new way of relating to reality, like a whole new sense of possibility. So be open to that. And like, I feel like that's going to feel like a relief because the high priestess is like, oh, wait, I actually do know exactly who I am. I actually do know exactly how to do what I want to do. I actually know. So we have the lovers here as our fourth card. So what are you committing to this week? What are you committing to? And what does the relationship between you and your dreams need in order to thrive? If you are committed to your dreams and making this year the best that it can possibly be, then what does that commitment need? How can you nurture the growth of that commitment? Would it look like having a plan when your thoughts bring you out of your calling and, and make you feel like you need to try to find some other way? Would it look like stopping doing something? Stopping leaking your energy in some way or stopping asking for help when you can really do it yourself? Would it look like asking for help? The lovers. Oddly, the lovers has been coming up a lot for me. Um, during New Year readings and things that I've been doing this year in 2022 was a lover's year. So maybe things are really coming full circle finally for us here. <laughs> what intentions did you set, you know, last year? And, and we can maybe finally recognize how how far we've really come, you know? And how things actually worked out. All right, we're going to pull an animal oracle card for an animal symbol. Yeah, this week is all about taking back our power and looking inward, not looking outside of us. wasp spirit sometimes life stings all right oracle message not all that spirit creates in nature is easy to love but when we look through the eyes of wasp spirit we recognize that even though sometimes life stings there is a purpose for pain just as there is a purpose in for wasps in the natural world wasps keep insect populations down supporting the growth of plants so too, the sting of life may hurt and you may feel deeply disappointed, tointed, or even resentful that wasp spirit has shown up. But you will soon come to see that spirit has something wonderful in store for you. You may well come to realize that 
being stung led to something far greater than you had envisioned for yourself. Perhaps behind the scenes, wasp spirit was conspiring with spirit to ensure that you could grow something of value to you. Spirit has a plan, and wasp spirit plays a part. Have you ever looked back and been glad that your prayers weren't answered because the path that you took led to something far better? Wasp spirit is a reminder to reflect on those times, for today's sting may hurt, but something better awaits you. I hope that resonates my loves i trust it does i trust that these messages find you exactly where they need to and hit in the exact ways that they need to and until next time have a wonderful week My new course, The Body and the Birth Chart, A Cosmic Guide to Feeling Your Best, is now available. This course is all about recouping energy, conjuring motivation, and living powerfully in 2023 and beyond. So it's four weeks, and during these four weeks, you'll explore four key placements in your birth chart that hold the keys to unlocking energy motivation, compassion, and empowering self-talk. So you'll work with your own birth chart and the introspective astrology of January and February 2023 to construct your own intuitive plan for achieving your health and energy goals this year and beyond. So the link to that is in the show notes. I can't wait to see you inside.